What's up, everybody? We'd like to welcome you to the first ever Black Heroes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Mack. And I'm your other host, Curtis, a.k.a. Carolina Smash. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really great to be here and to do a quick explanation. This is pretty much just going to be a podcast on some of our thoughts on anime, also some other shows and things that we watch that tique our interest. But for the most part, it'll be mainly anime focused. Eventually, we'll go to like video games, other shows. Definitely do Game of Thrones one day. Yeah, so we'll be sure to have other topics for you to always listen to in and other things to keep your interest going. And also, just to kind of stay current, hope everybody's out there being clean, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, buying more soap, more than food. Remember, you're supposed to be washing your ass, not stuffing your face. Bro. How lucky you missed the outside world, like. This, I guess the choice was taken away from us. Yeah, this quarantine life is starting to get a lot of people. I mean, I'm doing perfectly fine. I mean, I'm pretty much a nerd, so yeah, I'm good. Yeah, at like day three, I think I was like, I'm so bored now. <laughs> First day, I was like, yeah, no work. After that, I'm like, I want to go outside. And do oh, well, aside from you, I'm actually essential at my job, which pretty much means that I'm not worth shit. Hey, I'm so much essential. I got them online orders can't send themselves. All right. No, well, either way, <laughs> aside from that, though, everybody be safe out there with the corona. Hope everybody that has been infected with it gets a good recovery from it. But let's get back on to the main point of the podcast. One of the things that we wanted to start off with was kind of our introduction into anime. And Curtis, you can go first. All right. Um, I've watched, technically I watched anime before this show. I watched stuff like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, but those was on like the Saturday night, car- Saturday morning cartoons. And it was the four kids dub, so I was like, I'm not getting full experience. The first show that I heard the, first, the term anime was Naruto. And I still consider Naruto one of the goats, one of the best, for many different reasons. It's my first introduction to true anime. I learned so many lessons from that show. So from the music to the fights to just the lessons learned, like it's still one of my favorites. Uh, I have to say my first ever anime that I watched would be One Piece and something that I still keep up with currently, especially for the fact that the show is actually my age. So that's kind of it's kind of funny to think really? about. Yeah, well, the, the actual beginning of the story started back in 94 with the manga. The anime is from 99 until today, but the actual beginning of the story was serialized back in 99, in 95. So, yeah. One Piece, same age as us. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's nice to have something that's as old as you. Kind of like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. So with One Piece, like your son is gonna watch. Y'all gonna watch One Piece together. Yeah, it's man. still gonna be long going. And it's something I can watch with my child, and they can grow up with it and probably finish it after like ten yeah. years. So by the time they reach middle school, they have the full experience. But my thing is like, why do you like One Piece so much? The main reason I liked One Piece as a kid was because of the fact that Luffy was so much different than what I was seeing around me with things like Courage the Cowardly Dog, uh, Powerpuff Girls, and stuff like that. So when you saw a guy that was made of rubber, and he was just beating people up left and right, it was just amazing. But then when you went on to something like Alabaster, which was really serious and really explaining like the lore of the story with some more political things, and also you thought that was one of the times you saw somebody kind of going to get killed well i mean from the four kids side uh but it got to the actual story you technically see somebody get shot in the head episode four so yeah the story's actually been serious for a while but you know it's just the way that they mix in the story how they also mix in social values political leaning stuff and 
it's actually a very very liberating show i mean one of the biggest factors in the whole story one of the commanders for it which for the revolutionary army is actually a transgender so wait what yeah wait what one of the biggest names <laughs> uh, one of the most famous names one of the strongest characters is a transgender I legit didn't know that. They have, an entire, they have an entire island of transgenders that are actually powerful. Sanji trains there for two years, and, you know, he comes back. That's why when he comes back, he's so obsessed with women, because he's been around men in two years. I think the closest thing Naruto has to that was, um, was Haku, but that, that wasn't a transgender. Well, I mean, you also did kind of Naruto, sexy jutsu. So. Where did he learn that? Hey, man, it was just a thought that popped in his head. But... Yeah, so One Piece is my introduction into anime, but you know, you also got some of the older things that you watched but didn't really know were anime at that point, kind of like Yu Hakusho, I didn't know about what's an anime, or Ryoin Kenshin, Gundam, you know what I'm saying? But Naruto probably would be my first introduction into actually what was anime and understanding. Well, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, what? Dragon Ball wasn't your first anime. Yeah, people need to remember Dragon Ball, the actual beginning of Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Started back in 1980, so like that's that's way before yeah. my time. Yeah, <laughs> and besides, I'd connected more with the Straw Hats than the Z Fighters, aside from Gohan and Team Seven all day. Cause I think one thing that really got me into Naruto as a kid was just the rivalry between Naruto and Sasuke. So I kind of like consider that with my own best friend. Like love him to death, and I consider him like my best friend, also a rival. Cause I looked up to him in certain aspects. Like, he was um, Mr. Popularity to a certain degree, and just always out there, and I wanted to kind of be like that. I didn't know how to. I just wanted to strive to be kind of like that. Uh, I kind of like Luffy's not-care attitude for a lot of things. He really didn't need to know the situation fully. It's just a pretty simple understanding of who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. All right, who's hurting people and who's not hurting people. So I kind of always liked that just simple mentality that he had. Or the actual situation is twice as serious as he's making it, but when it boils down to it, a lot of situations just need to be handled on, you know, they dodge out the gray area. Like, Luffy is the gray area, but what you really need out of the story is pretty simple on who's good, who's bad. But then again, that gray area is important because with the Marines, it's kind of like how we deal with the police right now. Like, you know, white people love the police. Black people hate the police. Nah, there's some white people that don't like the police neither. There's some, yeah. there's some black people that for like the police. Love the police. Mm-hmm. So it made that a little bit easier for me to kind of cope into growing up because, you know, it's like, oh, well, I understand that, yeah, the police are here to, you know, make sure yeah. that things are safe. But at the same time, there are some bad police officers. That's the same way that it was bad Marines. Like with Nami's story in her village, a Marine was stealing her money. So it teaches you pretty good lessons about society outside of just personal growth. Okay. Uh, this is the last point I'm going to make with Naruto for now. I feel like we're going to be discussing the one piece of Naruto further down the line anyways. Yeah. But um, I think the one thing I got with Naruto, I think Naruto was like the first real come up story for me because the dude came from nothing. Everybody hated this man. Everyone hated him. And just having to deal with that as a kid, because think about like you like a young little kid, you not understanding why people was hating you, wanting you to die, yeah, that's and true. just uh, but still want to earn their respect and work hard to get that respect. That's a true come up story. As another uh, another show, you know that. Uh, yeah, I mean Naruto definitely did hit, especially when you 
far for the time that we were coming around with it because it's like it's like what 2004 or five or something like yeah. that so that's pretty much just 11 12 year olds and dealing with that actually no i'm probably like 10 year old dealing with that story seeing that somebody like oh, yeah, close to our age yeah yeah and then he's getting treated like that so i can definitely see why a lot of people from before it hits so much and then kind of like i can see how i can kind of get kids now but i can definitely say that that helps us move on to our next segment which is our favorite current yeah, current running anime. We which... have been arguing this for what <laughs> years now? Is, uh, is it years? No, uh, probably like actually probably like a year or so. A, now. a good year. Yeah. So, um, right now my current running anime outside of One Piece because I mean One Piece is eternal, so it's not even real reason to put that in current running. That's just gonna go <laughs> That's forever. Just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the creator made his, his own statement that he wants it to last another five, seven years. I mean, so that's probably like another fifteen. Right, we're gonna be thirties <laughs> by the time, by the one time piece story is. So my actual favorite current running anime, I would have to say, is Black Clover. Uh, mine, I am an official My Hero Academia stan. Uh, I just, just first off, I think it's show. disrespectful to have to put a whole another shonen into the thing. Like Black Clover is Black Clover. You putting JoJo's in My Hero? That's just not. That's not even where the stand came from. Like I like what you're. I like that though. <laughs> yeah. Besides, we ain't talking about Eminem right now. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about anime. We're not talking about rap. Uh, I will say this about Black Clover. I do like. A lot of their budget went to them openings. For them openings, hot damn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, aside from the second and third one, but when you move on to the actual storyline and when you get past some of Asta's personal flaws, the screaming. Shut up. So, <laughs> so for me, if I'm being honest, actually, when Black Clover first came out with the sub, I actually did put it down until the dub came around. But then with the dub, the voice act that they chose fit perfectly for them. So I got in, watched it by episode four. I was completely hooked. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, if they can't catch you by the first three episodes, it's trash. Nope. I've had like six or seven shows. You got to go in a little bit to actually get onto the story yeah i will say this like i think when you talk to me to give black clover a chance because i tried it too with some and i gave up at like the first episode i just could not handle the screaming i actually gave up two episodes in to be honest but that was only because they did the kid flashback and i was like oh my gosh no but then like you you just stronger than me fam because that screaming even in the dub scream is a little a little bit much but sub was so so much worse but like after watching the first two episodes again in dub, I got a better appreciation of the show, and I actually do want to watch it back again, like with so the I new said, set of eyes. Because while I was watching it, I was enjoying it, but I was like in my mind, I'm like it's okay, but this isn't this isn't. Uh, I feel like I've seen it better. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like actually kind of like how I felt with my hero. Because when I first watched my hero, fun fact, I actually put my hero down. At first, thanks to Midoriya's crying. Okay. Now you said some good stuff about Black Clover. Let me say, let me defend. No, 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 because you know, we just finished. So I actually went through and watched My Hero the first couple of episodes. But what a lot of people forget is at the same time, Food Wars was out. They started at the same time, so I went and I liked Food Wars much better because the main character Soma was just so much more, like I won't say manly, but more just masculine and. 
he was more confident and I liked just his attitude better and and it's still a shonen so that I mean it's not that I didn't like the shonen part of it I just didn't like Midoriya with all the crying and weakness so ran straight to food wars so that one then I came back uh, right as soon as the sports festival was starting I restarted the show nothing to watch in 2017 and from there went watched it kept up with it loved it not as much as Black Hope, but I love it. <laughs> okay, my thing with my hero, yes. Odoria did cry a lot, especially in season one. <laughs> oh, God. I'll give you that one. But to be fair, a lot of people out there probably can relate more to Midoriya. A lot of people out there probably cry just as much as Midoriya. Yeah, my main thing with my hero and Black Clover, especially when it comes to Midoriya and Asta, I'll say Midoriya is much more relatable, mainly for the fact that the way he handled his situation of being quirkless and how most people would handle it and, you know, not actually doing anything but still wanting that dream of being a hero is kind of what is normal. But with Asta, when he, you know, was being treated badly for not having magic or being insulted and still pushing through and killing himself practically with all those push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, and snagging bitches. I mean, um, you know what I'm saying, building heroes. <laughs> it's it's just like something mean? that a lot of people just wouldn't have done. So I think it's harder to relate to that. What you mean? My hero, everybody fucks everybody. So. Yeah, but I mean, like, we being more realistic, Black Clover, he only has like three options. <laughs> but uh, I will give you this. You made a really good point before we started recording where like Asta is like, the type of person that you admire. That's someone who you want or off the bat already wants to be. While Midoriya is someone who's building up to that. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Luffy as well. Because I know a lot of people at the beginning wanted to compare Asta to Naruto. And I can Facts. I can see why. Because of the fact that a lot of it is actually really similar. But the, the creator actually stated that he was basing Black Clover kind of a little bit off Naruto. Yeah. Asta is the more extreme version of Naruto. Because Naruto was just used to say... I'm going to be a Hokage all the time, and not as much as Asta says. Yeah, I, I'm going to be the Wizard King. I'm sorry for the light voice. He doesn't sound like that. For anybody who wants to get into the show, he doesn't sound like that. He's actually a pretty solid main character. <laughs> not to mention, his talk no jutsu is so much better than Midori's. That is fact. <laughs> wait, does Midori even have talk no jutsu? Uh, wait, no, Todoroki. Said, yeah, yeah, so Todoroki definitely got talk no jutsu by Midori. Bruh, that definitely uh, happened. Bro, Midori did. The Todoroki with Naruto tried to do the Sasuke for how many years now? <laughs> that job was really creepy. But, but you know, we're running a little bit longer on this topic. So since we're talking about shonens and we're talking about what we like and what's ongoing, let's talk about what's coming back. And that's the big boy, black sheep of shonen. The leech is coming back, baby. Thousand year war. It's making its I didn't return it for the final season. I, heard it. I didn't believe it. I didn't either until um, I actually saw that it came from the main creator, and he was saying it. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, what I'm mainly excited is because I actually read the manga for it, so I kind of can see why it, it it took all those hits that it was taking and got a little bit of the shame that it, it pretty much earned. My thing with Bleach, like, how I got into Bleach to a certain degree was uh, when I first heard the term Big Three, I was like, One Piece, Naruto, who's, who the fuck is the third one? And I looked it up and like, what is Bleach? And I looked, I saw Ichigo for the first time, like, he's just a tall, orange-haired Naruto at first. I was like, oh, what? what this dude, man? Ichigo's so much better than Naruto. Hey, 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 me, hey, hey, that, that is not true. I mean, I literally, you remember the old 
It was technically DJ Khaled, but Future did the uh, did the chorus for the songs. Like, I woke up in a Bugatti. I woke up in the bleach because I was asleep <laughs> on the couch one day, and I woke up and it was playing on Adult Swim. And I was trying to catch any Yasha, but I, I missed that completely and saw Bleach, and I saw him with the fight against him and Renji originally, where he got owned by Biakia. And from there, I was like, yo, this is dope. See, my thing is, though, like, when I started watching Bleach, the beginning was fire. Like, the beginning was pure fire, but I don't know why. It just, as I started continuing watching, it just, I lost, it was out of favor for me. I started just getting disinterested in it. Well, for me, the main thing that happened, if you actually look at the main storyline, it's kind of like with Naruto, if you look at the main storyline and you remove all the filler stuff, the storyline is actually pretty solid until you get to the end. And same thing with Bleach. The actual main storyline through and through is actually solid. And it actually is very, very realistic in a way. Because Ichigo is a character that when you're 15 and you're pretty much putting your life on the line for all these people, and you're seeing these titans of just fighters and this power system that's broken and you see these guys that are just way too powerful for you i can kind of see why you would have mental breakdowns in the middle of like each arc and have to constantly second guess yourself and why you're doing it because that's one of my favorite moments out of that um just the fact that you know they had that moment where his in his own soul he was doubting himself and he kind of had to keep building up that confidence because that's real you know what I'm saying when you do when you go through life there's hardships and you're gonna have things that's gonna stop you and you kind of got to build yourself back up into being able to handle those things. So, I mean, I just thought it was relatable, but I can't agree why a lot of people just, like, you know, just, just own it. Hey, bro, that was the best lecture I've ever heard. I was, what, where was you at during college? Like, <laughs> I was in class, too. <laughs> but I'll give um, Ichigo this, because like, I do like the fact that like he didn't start out as just as badass. Because, if you, like you said, if you just get this power out of nowhere... You ain't gonna immediately know what to do right off the bat. Yeah, not to like, mention with no training. What is this? You know what I'm saying? Rukia did not train him at all. She just kind of let him go by what he did. I mean, not to I mention. Like he, I thought like she like explained everything she to She explained it with crappy drawings that I can do better. Like them drawings. Stupid rap. Them drawings. Ass. Them drawings, man. Ass. And then not to mention, I think that's also what happened. You stopped having some of the things that made Bleach fun. Because one of the funnest things with Bleach was Ichigo and Rukia's interactions. Like just those two arguing with each other all the time. You know, going back and forth and the original squad. Just, you know, you kind of started to lose that in between more of the serious parts of the show. And. Some of, the, some of the other aspects of it just didn't carry it like it was supposed to. Although I do have to admit, the Waco Moon arc is very underwhelming. I will see this, like, with Bleach coming back, is kind of like redemption for me. It gives me a chance to give Bleach another shot and actually, like, watch it with a different set of eyes and get prepared for when it comes back. Because, I don't know, man, One Piece... It's had the championship for a while, but Bleach coming back, I don't know. I mean, fun fact, actually, you know One Piece has been the number one selling manga in Japan for the past 12 years? Attack on Titan was so close. I almost got it. Like, almost. what, 2014, I think? Yeah, but, like, okay. One Piece, they, I mean, that story don't lie, man. It's one of the most deep stories, and as much as I'm happy to hear Bleach is coming back, I still don't see it taking down. I honestly can't even see it taking down Black Clover and her popularity. I don't know, fam. I mean, like, maybe all the Black Clover fans are just, like, in the closet because at the Comic-Con we went to, like, everybody, pretty much everybody was Todoroki. That's 
Yeah, everybody was Todoroki. But I mean, you just said everybody Todoroki, class one A uniforms. You saw one person with the black bulls robe. And then, as far as it goes with Bleach, that was pretty much non-existent. Everybody still had on Goku stuff. Saw a couple One Piece things. A little bit of Naruto. You know what I'm saying? Like a good bit of Naruto, but when it came to Bleach, no posters, no drawings, no art. Posters. Yeah, so Bleach really has taken a pretty big fall. So. I'm really hoping that with this return, it can kind of revamp the fan base a lot. And also, they make some pretty necessary changes to the story. If they can do, if, if Brotherhood can pretty much bring Full Metal Alchemist back. I but then again, though, Full Metal Alchemist is low-key to go. Nobody just says it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's just the one story where you cannot point out plot holes that way. As, as a fellow short guy. I can relate to Ed. Man, shut up. All you, all the new, <laughs> it's actually funny. Actually, all the new Shonen heroes are really short. All of them. I mean, back in the day, they were normally like five, eight. I think shortest one probably would have been Luffy at like five, nine. The rest of them was like five, ten, five, eleven. I mean, you know what? Ichigo, Goku, Naruto, Gintoki, which by the way, if you haven't watched it, watch Gintama. That's one of the funniest but best stories uh, ever. But you know why everybody's short though? Because they don't need your weakness, man. You know your weaknesses? Branches. <laughs> hey, man, Japan, there's a whole lot of open-air fighting. <laughs> and in these worlds, there was a whole lot of open-air fighting. You didn't really see too many people fighting in the trees, even in Naruto, even though that's, like, literally the best terrain for a ninja. Yeah. Which is funny. Open-air fighting. Like, open-area fighting, but you could have just... Whatever. And at least with Bleach, oh. you could fly. Okay, I have to backtrack one second. The reason why I like Naruto, the music. That's sad music. Was it sadness and sorrow with like the flute and everything? Look, you can man, put that, that on anything and you'll get that sad. That OST was cool, but if you ask me, Bleach's OST was very solid. I really appreciated it. And I mean, Ichigo's, Ichigo's theme of just, you know, that, that good hip-hop feel, and it was like really empowering anytime you heard it. And when you heard it, you know something real was about to happen. And then not to mention, as far as sad music goes, that keyboard went, man. <laughs> and that last goodbye with Ichigo and Rukia, well, I had a, had a man tearing up. Like, Ichigo, you about to lose your booty, man. Like, come on, dog. Even though technically, whatever. I feel, like, I feel like that phrase, take it out of context, could mean something completely different. <laughs> yeah, that's the way of the world nowadays, man. Anything you say can get taken out of context. That is so true. <laughs> but uh, what's over your expectations for the return of Bleach? And also, like, based on the anime, like, you know, just for the fights, for the story, what are you really expecting from it in the return? <clears throat> Well, I mean, like I said, with um, with Full Metal, I was wanted to keep me engaged. Like I, because first time around, it didn't keep me engaged. I'll be very honest, it didn't. So I want this time around to keep me interested, keep the story interesting, keep the characters interesting. I just want to be able to like. I don't want to watch it as a job. I want to watch it because I'm enjoying it. I don't feel obligated to watch it because it's Bleach. I want to watch it because oh, this shit is amazing. Yeah, for me, so especially since I actually did read the manga for it, I'm just hoping for more. I'm just hoping for more touches to keep certain things that were unnecessary, you know, out and things that were needed in. Because a lot of explanations were skipped, but a lot of characters were added in. And some of those characters were ass powerful, but ass. I know they need to be. They need to rewrite certain stuff so Ichigo and Rukia can be a thing because. She is best girl. I've, I've 
Even though I don't remember uh, a lot nah, from Bleach, I, mean, I remember Rookie. I mean, one of my favorite girl. things from Bleach is that they gave me one of my favorite females in anime. My actual favorite like woman in anime, which is Yorichi. I mean, sorry, man, it's for the culture. I mean, no, nothing beats that black cat. But she actually is a black cat, so that's yeah, that actually fits pretty well. You know, I'm gonna hate when we have the conversation about best girls in anime. Uh, but that's not gonna be a good day for somebody. Not, it's gonna be an amazing day for me. I'm gonna win. No, it's gonna be an amazing day for me. Cause I'm gonna win. Cause you know why? I got a I got a whole clip. <laughs> ready for you whatever man <laughs> <laughs> but uh moving on from bleach's retirement let's also talk about the fact that the creator for bleach also announced that he has a mini kind of a mini series i guess you could say that's going to be coming out which is kind of a spin-off of bleach called burn the witch now the interesting thing about this is apparently he's had the script for this finished for a while he just never thought it would actually get some notoriety which i can kind of understand after the ending of bleach he I'm pretty sure you saw those Twitter comments. Well, I saw the trailer for Burn the Witch literally just last night, and it did pique my interest. But I feel like in this case, you probably know more about it. Than I mean, I, I, no, I mean, I heard it was a one shot release for it, a one shot little manga chapter release for it, but I've never seen it. I didn't really know too much about it. It's supposed to be a Bleach spinoff, but I mean, the two main leads are female, which honestly, and Shonen, I don't believe has been done before. You have had shonen female leads i mean you got madaka you got so uh maka alburn and some other ones that i just can't think off the top of my head but i don't think it's ever been two female leads so i'm kind of interested to see what he does with this story but it just doesn't feel like bleach you know yeah i didn't like i you know i enjoyed what the trailer showed i didn't get that sense of bleach per se but I, it's still kind of interesting though yeah, like, so it seems like an original story yeah, he says the one shot right well, it, it had a one-shot chapter release that apparently was pretty popular. But okay. Like now he's actually releasing the manga and the anime kind of around the same time or something like that. And, you know, but he, he said it's something that's short. So it's not like it'll be all that much. But, I mean, it maybe if it gets better popularity or if it actually is received very well, maybe it might turn into something more. We just never know. You just got to see what happens with it. All right, so that's pretty much it for the first podcast. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you can, rate us on Spotify. It'll be up on Spotify under Black Heroes Podcast. We'll also be having it on YouTube. You can find the link. And also, thank you for coming through, watching, and listening to this. Yeah, we appreciate you. You sound calm now, but use wait till we get to these verses or certain arguments. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but we have this My Hero Black Clover debate that's going to be good. We got an anime oh, opening debate with some certain people think I don't like female I mean, artists, I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> done by female artists. I mean, One Piece opening 20 was like, like one of my favorites. I guess because you, you hate one of my favorite openings. Yeah, man, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes these songs be whatever. But and then again, though, we still want to thank everybody for coming through and watching. Be sure to follow our social medias. Yeah. And everybody, plus Ultra. I don't know if Black Clover has a... I mean, surpass your limits all day. Shouts to Captain Yami. <laughs> but plus Ultra sounds so much cooler. Nah, bro. Surpass your limits to die. I mean, that's a pretty big... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a pretty realistic thing in life. So I think Captain Yami might have that one over All Might. Oh, uh, well, everybody stay safe. And have a good one. Catch you next time. And also, be sure to wash your ass. <laughs>